Welcome to the She Runs It podcast. We're your hosts, Sarah Ratzliff and Nicole DeBoom. We are two successful female business owners who found strength, confidence, and community through fitness and want to share that gift with you. Join us as we talk about what really matters to active women. We can't wait to hang out with you, so let's get started. All right, we're back. Yeah. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. I'm pumped. I'm doing another episode of the She Runs It podcast. I mean, I mean, how many times can we say she runs it? Runs it, she runs it, she runs it. (laughs) Five so far. (laughs) Wilder would go, embarrassing. Don't do that again. (laughs) Oh, really? That's awesome. (laughs) I mean, maybe... Your daughter is literally a chip off the old block, like just you in small person form. I love no, it. She's definitely got a strong little personality. Um, mm. She told me the other day, I've been bugging her to do a podcast with me because I think oh. she'd be amazing. And she goes, well, maybe people could just interview me like Sarah Zuma. She calls you Sarah Zuma. <laughs> she wanted me to interview her? Well, yeah, because... She had a conversation with you, a full-on conversation one day. That was great. It was I know. <laughs> she was so, like, my daughter would be so shy, which is fine, you know, but I was, when I was talking to yours, I was like, oh my, oh, I, I mean, it's like Nicole as a child, like just, just chatted, told me all her opinion. I was like, awesome. Love you. I would be happy to interview her at some point. All right, let's put that on the list for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do. But she just says, I don't want to do podcasts. I want to be a YouTuber. And then I Isn't roll my it, eyes. YouTube is like, that's all my kids watch. I don't, you know what I like? I will say this. When we grew up and you TV was sort of dictated, right? By like these a few different things. So there was only... You didn't, there weren't all these ways that you could be, right? Like when the real world came on, it was like epic because there were gay people and black people, like, you know, Asian, like, and then they all lived together and they all drank a lot and crazy stuff happened. Like, but that was revolutionary. Whereas now, like, I I mean, there are so many personalities and people represented and they're just like being themselves. And it's phenomenal. So I really, that is a benefit to, I think, YouTube. There are a lot of foul things on there, but. It's really, it it goes both ways because yeah, um, there's a lot of diversity and we're sharing with the kids, like all these different ways you can be successful basically by like opening Easter eggs and using this weird voice and having painted fingernails and you can make, you know, a million dollars a year from sponsors, like weird, right? That's weird. Yeah. But what, what I also think is like Wilder doesn't understand that a podcast could be a YouTube (laughs) right (laughs) this one is by the way so if you ever want to see us in action which is oh so exciting oh yes we sit with these microphones in our faces and i'm hunched over and sarah looks beautiful because she actually does her hair and makeup and i came straight from the pool today 
Yeah. Um, but definitely head over to the, is it on the Zuma, Zuma run? Uh-huh. It's our Zuma women's race series. Um, our, we do have a YouTube channel. Yes. Okay. There's no one open. We should do that. We should open like, you know, um, virtual gift bags from Boston marathon or that's Why what we should doing do. That? Okay. I don't do, know. Are we doing that? We should okay. Do that. Uh, future know. episode, keep listening, people. Stay tuned yes. because lots of ideas yes. are coming out. Actually, um, today we're here not to talk about children and YouTube, but to talk yes. about goals and mantras. Yes. Um, it's a it's an interesting concept. Sarah and I are both very much goal-oriented people, and we're also very much into the motivation game. Like, how do you stay awesome. motivated? How do you stay inspired? to hit set goals. And one of the things that we have found some magic in is the idea of creating mantras because we both believe in a positive mindset and using all the tricks you can pull out of your tool shed, you know, to be able to continue to back you up when things get tough because good goals are not easy goals. So that's what we're talking about today. You have anything to add to that, Sarah? Well, I was going to say part of the reason we're having this conversation and doing this podcast um, is because we're around the beginning of the year. So we're starting out here around 2021. You may be listening to us at a very different time, but, you know, 2020 has been a difficult time for a lot of people. If you caught our last podcast episode, we talked about the best of 2020 and all the great things that we learned um, and our mind shifts that we made um, from what could be negative to a positive spin on the year. And so now we're talking about um, goals, how to set goals. And when Nicole and I first um, started talking, she told me, you have a mantra, right? What is the mantra that you've used? You know, I've got a few and they evolve and we're going to get to that. But this one is more almost like a freaking core founding principle now because it's carried through my entire life. And um, basically it just sort of goes like this. When my body is fit and strong, my mind is fitter and stronger too. And I came up with that. I'm going to actually take us through a little exercise to see if we can use you as a guinea pig today. I came up with that right after college when I was in no man's land and didn't know what the heck I wanted to do with my life. So, um, What's really interesting, though, is that the mantras that serve us when we're 22, 23 years old may not serve us when we're 42, 48 years old. (laughs) How old are you again? Right. 43. I'm 43. (laughs) Yeah. So I think what's really important is that we continue to gut check ourselves Um, and make sure that the things we're using to motivate us are relevant to who we are now. Like back then, it might have been like for me, yeah, I'm going to motivate by knowing that there's a party around the corner. I'm going to drink my brains out. (laughs) Well, I've been sober for like 14 years, so that's not going to happen now. That's not going to be one of my motivators. So it's going to be fun today when we go through this. And Sarah, I did want to build on, you had mentioned, you know, we're starting 2020. And a lot of people like to start 2021. We're starting 2021. It's only 2020. Oh, we don't want to redo 2020. How cool would that be? No, I don't (laughs) think so. I mean, we learned a lot. There were a lot of great things, but I'm ready to go out to a restaurant. And thank you. That's why you're here. You pay attention to details. 
So 2021, <laughs> um, a lot of people like to start out the year with like a New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. And I think that's totally cool if that's your jam. And I, I do know that there's a lot of studies that show that resolutions don't necessarily um, continue very long into a new year. So some people reframe that, which we've also talked about in previous episodes, um, to intentions uh-huh. or maybe just at the you know basic level, something to look forward to. Yes. And I, you know, I have never been a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm sure I made a lot when I was younger and then they didn't come to fruition. Um, and so, you know, really you can set a goal um, at any time, I think in the year. And, and it just happens. And it feels like maybe it's fresh, right? And everyone is doing it at the new year. And so we all should kind of set our goals and things like that. But really, um, and I don't want to, you know, steal your thunder I don't, on, on all the things we're going to get into, but, um, you know, goal setting doesn't even have to be that hard. Sometimes to your point with intentions, it's as easy as just saying it out loud. Like I remember, um, as I was kind of making my transition from Disney, um, and wanting to find what my next step was, um, I just, I actually can tell you it was, um, I put out into the world that I wanted to create a balanced, um, authentic life because I didn't feel like I felt like my, my life was completely out of balance and I didn't feel like I was true to my core values. Right. And so, and I don't know if you've ever come across a guy named, uh, Mike Julie, this is actually a very interesting story. So Mike Julie, um, believes he does this notes from the universe so you can like sign up and then you put in, I put in, oh, I'm looking for a balanced, authentic life. And then it sends you emails from the universe, like giving you these positive, amazing messages about how if you put things out in the world, they'll come back to you, right? So um, so I actually kind of used this all throughout my time at Disney, trying to find the next step. What was I going to do? And I'm getting these awesome messages from the universe. And then I finally kind of leave, I buy Zuma and I get into, you know, being a business owner and it was very exciting and scary at the, at the same time. Um, but it was this idea of just put out into the world what you want and say it. So I'd like walk around my neighborhood saying, I want, you know, we're going to, Zuma's going to be a successful business with, uh, we're going to have international races and like all the things that I wanted to be, right? So I knew thoughts would become things. Um, and so, you know, eventually now I'm at a good spot in, in my life and things, thoughts have become things. We actually are an international race series, but you know what the craziest thing is? So I went to a birthday party for my son, um, for another, like it was, I think they were three or four years old. Um, and the father of the, the daughter's party that we went to, I just kept looking at him. You know, like, I know you from somewhere. Where have I seen you? And the more we, he kind of was like vague and wouldn't really say. And, and um, then he was like, okay, I write books. Here's my name. I do notes from the universe. And I literally start crying, crying, like, oh my God, you've changed my life. But I'm here. I meet this guy who actually does notes from the universe where all of these thoughts like became things. So anyways. At a kid's I birthday think, party. 
kid's birthday party. I, it was like a sign because at that time, um, I had, I had recently purchased Zuma it, financially. I was not doing well emotionally, like literally my entire world had sort of collapsed on itself. And the only thing I had to keep myself together was like, these thoughts will become things. If I just keep, <laughs> if I keep saying them, maybe it will like all, all come together, you know, and it starts it just seeing him, I was like, oh, this is like another sign. So I say all of that to say, um, you, it doesn't have to be in the new year, right? It, it doesn't, it can be simply what, what, what you want and putting it out there and saying it, um, can be all that it takes to set a goal, um, or to put out an intention. I like this because, um, I think you're right. Timing doesn't really matter as far as like what time in a year or what phase of life you're in. But often it's when you're confused and you really don't know what you want that this exercise could be really good for you because it's going to recenter you. Um, I do agree with you that putting things into the universe is just about the only way to will them to happen. And um I, you know, I mentioned in the beginning that we're both big goal setters and that may have come in different ways at different times in our lives. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I wrote down my swimming goals to the hundredth of a second and I taped them in the bathroom, in my bedroom, in my locker, all over the place because I needed to see that time on a piece of paper and that's what I was aiming for. And as I got older, I would... I, I read some studies about how when you write down your goals, so we can cover this now or later, we're going to remind you again later on, but yeah. when you write down your goals, there is a higher chance of you achieving them. You can just write them down once, but if you write them down and put them in a place where you're going to see them frequently, you're going to be reminded. And I want to tell you, this is really interesting to me, <laughs> but I, uh, I set goals every year in my business. I would set like a personal goal, an athletic or health goal, and then, you know, some crapshoot goal, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Right. And every year I would write my goals down. Sometimes they'd just be really basic, like three little lines on a piece of paper. Every year they came true. They happened Wow. until That's- 2019. In 2019, I wrote down two goals. I couldn't even come up with a third. I wrote sell my business and change my pace. That was it. Those two things. And I never put them in plain view because I didn't want people who came over to interviews or whatever to see that I wanted to sell my business and change my pace, you know? Yeah. Um, And they didn't happen. And I was lost and floating. And you want to know the craziest thing? I couldn't even write down a goal for 2020 because I was in the muck and the craziness of business and life this year. And both of those things happened. Wow. I sold my business. It it took longer. I sold the business to you. Hello. Thank you. Yes. And, um, and I changed my pace. Yes. Well, you know, let's be clear because you changed your pace. So, you know, you could have kept up the same pace, but you made the decision to not, to not do that. And I think selling the business was the impetus for that, but mm-hmm. you know, um, which is, that's really cool. So your goals came true. They just took longer than a year. 
so, and, and I think the thing is, and what we want to share with people today is just, we want to give you some different tools or different ways to think about these things, because whether you're a big goal setter, intention maker, resolution getter, or you simply just want something to look forward to, which is one of the blue zone keys to happiness, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. No. Did you know that? No. Um, is setting goals? Yeah. Well, well, not necessarily setting, well, kind of. Um We'll have to do a whole episode on like the blue zone philosophy. Yeah. But or there maybe are, chasing happiness. Oh, coming up soon. <laughs> um, but there are four things in order for people to find, maybe this is more like about longevity, but happiness is tied into it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the different blue zones of the world where the people people do live the longest, they have something to do, mm-hmm. someone to love some way to give back and something to look forward to. Oh, I love that. And in 2020, a lot of us lost the last thing, something to look forward to. And some people lost something to do, like lost their jobs and other, you know, other parts of that equation come and go. But what we're talking about today is the something to look forward to goals shouldn't be a negative thing. No, no, And, you know, Nicole, I want to make a a note too on different types of goals, right? So today um, I have a goal that I'm setting for 2021. That's a very sort of specific goal that I need, I need to kind of change or help me get where I want to be on, on kind of a daily basis. But I have in my sock drawer upstairs that I've had for a very long time, a little corner that I wrote, I have um, sort of lifetime goals that I, and actually on another piece of paper, I've written down like those broader goals that I can't, I can't, those are, that's where I want to be someday, right? You know, where I'm, where I'm heading. But um, so there's those, um, but then there's also kind of those like specific goals, those, those things that you can, um, really, you know, hold on to and, 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 and measure them and see them and those kinds of things. So, you know, there are different, um, different kinds of goals, I think, um, as we kind of jump into this and, and talk about them. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Do a shot. Okay. So no, I totally agree. And I think for the purpose of today, this is going to be really fun. So over the years, I've uh, helped guide our community through some different exercises to help them a identify goals, but then also tap into who they are today and come up with some sort of mantra so that as they are going after these goals um, over the course of a year or longer, uh, they have something to, to lean on to help motivate them. And, uh, and it's been interesting because the process can bring up a little bit more than just, it can bring up more emotions than you might think. So you want to, you want to dig into it? Let's do it. All right, cool. So I think the most important thing before you even, we even start talking about goals is to do a exercise that's going to help you tap into the you of today. As we mentioned earlier. We are not the same people that we were 
20 years ago, 10 years ago, even five years ago, maybe even one year ago. We are different people. And if we don't continue to tap into who we are, we can eventually lose track of ourselves completely. And that's when we start to feel despondent and like, where did I go? What do I even like anymore? You know, what? Yes. So you get it, right? Absolutely. Boom. Um, (laughs) So the worst. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to do is if we're using you as our guinea pig, Sarah, are you ready to, you ready to be the guinea pig? Okay. So the big question is going to be, who are you today? Right? So what you need to do is Mm -hmm. list, I say three to five things just to make it kind of easy. In the past year, because we want to give it a little time frame to relevance to who you are now, that have brought you joy, that have made you feel alive, that have really just sort of gotten your juices flowing. And if you have more time, you can list, the list can be limitless, 30, 50 things. It can Mm -hmm. be one word. It can be paragraphs. But Can I include tacos? Yes. Was tacos. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. And maybe absolutely. And maybe these are things that, you know, you have always loved. So maybe that is something I, that I, mean, I really have has know. followed you through your whole life. Nachos, maybe nachos. Well, can I include tacos and nachos? Like, can that- <laughs> you can. And maybe we can broaden it a little to say like culinary delight. Or, you know, the looking forward to things that make my stomach happy, you know? (laughs) Such good reframing. I love it. So Um, without giving you much time to prepare here, like zero time. uh, No, this is great. I love it. So can can you come up with three things that have really like brought you happiness and joy and made you feel alive in the past year? Yes. So I would say um, time with my family. So my kids, my mom, um, my family, we do bike rides and we spend time together and we um, are just together. Um, And so that has been very joyful for me. Um, Then also I would say, um, that my work, so with with Skirt Sports, um, joining Zuma, and um, we created Zuma Run Club. There's been so many amazing discoveries and fun things, and like just uh, we have a great team that supports the two businesses that I've had a chance to bring together. That so that is very full of joy for me. Um, as well. And then with some of the extra time, I have, um, I've been watching Netflix, but I haven't had a lot of time in the past to sort of uh, re-engage the things that I like to watch. So, um, so I've been watching a lot of comedy. I watch, I don't, um, Dave Chappelle is a little, um, could be off-putting to others, but I find him very funny, yet offensive at the same time. Um, 
I've been watching him and then I watched, um, oh, I watched Schitt's Creek. I like just, I've just been watching all these things that I just really have not had time. I really have not watched TV. And so that's also where the culinary delights come in a little, like, it's just been a little bit more of like, Hey, who are you, Sarah? And what do you, what do you like to do? What do you like to watch? And um, it's been, so I would say those are three things that have filled me. Okay. So, so the goal, if you were to really take some time would be to pick these things one at a time and maybe spend a day focusing on one of them and seeing how it really makes you feel and spend another day focusing on another really like really looking at it from the outside while you're doing it and, and really kind of diving into these different areas of yourself right now. But I will tell you, because what our goal is to come is to come up with like a common theme and to whittle down these experiences, these these things that bring us joy into a word or a short phrase that can then sort of act as your North Star for 2021. And oh. one of the things that hits me is there's a big power of connection for you right now. And maybe, yeah. you know, there's this um, tug of war between... I don't know if it's a tug of war, but like there's power in embracing, not doing things alone, hence the whole team and family environment. But there's the strength inside that tells you that you also need to refuel and not have guilt about doing some things alone that really um, help you maybe revitalize yourself after these connections you know, are focused on. Yes. Isn't that interesting? It is. Well, and I think connections for me as a natural introvert are, um, I, they're necessary and I love them and they energize me, but then they also, um, I have to go, you know, to take a minute to myself to sort of recharge so I can come back to the connections and be a part of that. And so, um, and I don't always share all of my real self um, all the time. You know, I have some interesting interests or, you know, off key things that I, that I like. And so it's nice to be able to just say, this is what I, this is me. This is what I like. But then, yes, I also want all of those points of connection. Um, and they bring, and they're very joyful, you know. So maybe it's about, maybe you're, we're going to build on this later, but for the short term, we could, for today, for this episode, maybe it's something about, I don't know if you'll have a better way to say it, but allowing or embracing me so we can be stronger. Like you need to have the taking care of you. Love this for the we, for the greater good, embrace, embrace, embracing me so we can be stronger, something along those lines. So let's, let's play with that today. That's going to be your mantra. I like that. (laughs) Me for we. (laughs) Well, it's, I love it. It's like that. I mean, you know, it, it gets overused sometimes now, but 
you know, that idea of if you're in a plane and you've got kids with you or whoever, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. To be that you take care of you first. So then you can take care of everyone else or be with everyone else as well. I love I, that. I, how did you, I don't even know how you wrote that so fast. I hardly even gave you I, like, I, anything to work with. It's my magic. It's my, uh, it's my super, super power. Yes. So just for our listeners then, cause I think I want to make sure we're kind of clear on what we're doing here. So first we're kind of talking about how to set a mantra, right? And then we're going to talk a little bit more about actually setting goals after right. this, right? So when we go to set a mantra for the year, you said, you just had me walk through the exercise of three things mm-hmm. that, that yep. I, um, that brought me joy and then bringing, finding the things that connect them together, um, into a mantra, like embracing me so we can be stronger. Or, you know, and it could end up being one word. It could be embrace. I mean, if you are a person who needs one word when you're out there suffering on a hill and you're just like embrace, and you know, that's going to kind of trigger these other, like, you know, yes. So you can also take this mantra and break it down into a few words that support it. Um, so I think there's a few different ways to go with it, but yeah, we just did it for you. Boom. I love it. Now does that, so everyone can just email you and you can create (laughs) mantras for all of our, all of our listeners. I I didn't really have to do much work. I like this. Yeah. We're going to have to work on how to bring this to the greater goods, but right now let's, you know, we could do is um, we could bring it into a community forum later on where yeah. people can help each other create their mantra out of, yes. out of their special, you know, experiences. So, yes. so, so boom, we've got step one done. We've got a we mantra do. for you, Sarah. And I will. So I'll, uh, you shared one of yours that you've had in the past and I'll share one of my, a mantra that I've had that sort of worked for me in that. And it, it's funny because I, I actually remember setting it. I think I was still in, um, not that far outside of college, um, but it had a very tough, um, year. And, um, I ended up, uh, it was patience and perseverance, right. And it was this idea of it's coming and keep working towards it. And, um, it's actually sticks with me. It's the only new year sort of resolution thing that I've ever set that, that made sense. And just, it literally sticks with me all the, the time, patience and perseverance. And so it's a source of comfort me for me at times to go back to and say, okay, well, that served you well in the past. So keep, keep moving towards it. But I think, um, but I like, I like what you put together here for me and the, and it, it, it embracing myself, which I think is a new thing this year for that. It has been for me in 2020 and I want it to continue into to 2021. I think it's, it makes it so that so many other things can, can come to fruition. So, and you know what, if you're listening and you're relating you can steal that mantra for yourself. You can. Sarah doesn't That's own right. it for all of no, us. Not trademark. Super cool. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, I mean, I think there are fun little 
things, little tidbits, little pieces of inspiration that we get throughout our lives that, that come and go and can be used here and there and um, never throw them away. You know, patience and perseverance that could serve you forever. That could be a core, like kind of founding principle, just like the one I mentioned. And yeah, people may say something to you in passing and you're like, oh my God, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. You know, Wilder the other day literally said, I I always use the word perfect. I'd be like, yeah, you just put that there. Perfect. Oh, that's a perfect. That's perfect. And she goes, (laughs) and she goes, mom, the only thing that's perfect is the word perfect. There is nothing perfect. That's great. And so she, she was taught that practice does not make perfect practice makes progress. Ah. And I think it's just, you know, there's different ways to look at different things. And as we evolve in this world, I think it's interesting to remember, try to write down and remember anything that fires you up. Absolutely. You may need to pull it out of your little tool shed later. Yes. You know, and I would love to see um, in the comments um, from our listeners, any of the mantras that you come up with, because you never know what you write down may help inspire someone else who is listening and maybe needing some guidance right now as well, or a North star um, for the year. Love it. I think that's great. Okay. So that's going to be an action item. Yeah. Share your mantras after you do your, share your list, share your list, share your mantra or word or whatever comes out of it. And then you can steal each other's and revise them and use them and find more power in the greater good. All right. You ready to move on to some goals? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. You know, I mentioned earlier that for me personally, I always like to keep it simple and just have a few goals. You know, too Uh many overwhelms me. Everyone's a little different here. And I like to have them in categories because as much as I am a free spirit, I still like to try to fulfill the different, you know, parts of myself. So I often would have like a work goal, a personal sort of self-growth goal, and then a health or fitness goal. Uh And I think at the beginning I said there was a crapshoot goal. That's because I don't work right now. So I don't have that one. (laughs) But I will say out loud right now that my goal for 2021 is to write my book. So that is amazing. You said it here. I know. Everyone else heard it. Can you let's say it again one more time? I will write my book in 2021. That's fantastic. I don't know if it'll be published or if it'll ever turn into anything. At least I'm going to write my story. How about that? Yes. So, and here's what's powerful about that is that when you say your goals out loud to other people or to millions of people who are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. now you are accountable. You are going to run into people and they are now going to come up to me and say, Nicole, how's your book going? I can't wait right. to see your book. I can't wait to read your book. I can't wait to hear your book on, you know, on Audible. Like, how's it going? So I have yeah. put it out there in the universe. I'm going to do this thing. And yes. granted, we also know that it may take more than one year based on the experience I had in 2019, <laughs> 2020. But um, I often do. They often yes. do. 
So saying your goal out loud is important. Writing your goal down is important. And that is important for the simple fact that you are placing a thought on a physical piece of paper. It is it is another way that it's being put out in the universe. And you can get as crazy as you want about where you want to put that so that you can see it as frequently <laughs> or, you know, less frequently than you want mm-hmm. to see it. But um, those are two really important things, in my opinion, on the path towards making goals happen that have nothing to do with creating a plan. They are really and, in the initial stages. And it's not just your opinion. It's well documented that, uh, I mean, from personal experience, obviously you've seen that as, as have I, but the research is there that when you write down a goal, it's more likely. You're at, you're right on. Um Well, and the big thing is that as people are thinking about their goals, what they want to accomplish, you know, in the next phase of their life, be it a year, a month, 10 years, it's really important to align those goals with the mantra that you just came up with, or if you've turned it more into a founding principle, you know, and make sure that it aligns. If it doesn't align you may not be as motivated or tapped into yourself with that goal as you think you will be. So, you know, what's really cool. Tell me, you know, what my goal is for 2021. What? My goal. So, you know, 2020 has been a little um, wonky. Let's just say from a scheduling standpoint. And um, sometimes I, I work, early in the morning and then sometimes I work late at night and then sometimes I just work all day or I work all weekend. Um, you know, when I used to get up and, um, I knew I, you know, get up at seven o'clock every morning and then I'd have to take the kids to school by a certain time. Like I had a schedule and I really just haven't, um, this year I've just sort of been reacting with the, with homeschooling, with the pandemic, with, um, you know, my business changing with, taking on um, skirt sports. Um, and I really for 2021 would like to implement a morning routine, right? So a time that I get up um, every morning and that I schedule in, you know, my workout time and that, you know, I also go to bed at a similar time. I just, because my life has just been so off kilter and I don't feel like I'm as productive. So it's fascinating because in many ways, setting um, a schedule for myself is really embracing me so that we, whether that's my family, my business, whatever that is, can be stronger. That's kind of a little freaky that that just happened. (laughs) Maybe I made it fit together, but I'm like, Nicole, you're like amazing. (laughs) That is a line. Is this my new job? What's going on? I don't know. Like, it's just so everyone is listening, like, we didn't, res- there, we have like, I don't know, six bullet points of notes for this episode. We didn't bring this together. Like, this is, yeah, you know. real time, real time. Very cool, though. I new love magic. It. I love it. I love it. And okay. we're in completely different states and time zones. So, Sarah, this is all this tells me is that this is this goal is meant to be and that 
um, this, this is going to not, I'm not going to say it's not going to be hard, but it's not going to be hard for you to create a strategy to get it. I think what it's going to require is discipline and willpower and, you know, just, you're going to have to, you're going to have to work for this one. Yes. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> that you say this because you're right. I mean, I can list out, you know, how to set a morning routine and things like that, but I've struggled with it for the entire year. I, and I think it will not be an easy, it's not going to be an easy thing for me, but now that we've put this out there to the millions of people listening to our podcast, <laughs> now they're going to be like, what time do you get up in the morning? Have you been sticking to your morning routine? You know what, Sarah? Not only that, they may want to do this with you. And that could be really interesting. Yeah. That could be really fun. That could Um, be very interesting. Well, and so what I, you know, as I mentioned before, keep it simple, stupid. I mean, this is is where we all go wrong, right? Mm -hmm. We, We get too complicated with things. I, for goal setting, I just follow the freaking SMART acronym plan. S-M-A-R-T. There's probably other acronyms now. There's probably a million other ways people are suggesting Mm -hmm. to go after your goals. But I have found that when we, you know, uh, identify what the five different letters of the acronym are, it really does work. Yeah. So So maybe we could use the SMART acronym on your goal first. So you are writing a book. Yes. So the, the specific would be, I am writing a memoir and I'm literally doing it on a Google doc, which some people probably say is not good. You should like handwrite it, but I'm just doing it that way. Cause I think it works for me. And, um, I don't think you should handwrite a memoir just so we're don't do that google doc is fantastic and i'm i'm doing it in this little office that i set up and the minute the office in my house came together boom i was like i want to go right in there so i started writing so that's the specifics so that's s s is Mm make it specific right specific okay um measurable how is this measurable how is writing a book measurable? Well, I think if you, so if you really wanted to dig down, you could kind of put like, I will have X number of chapters done by this, you know, by the end of the year, or you could, you could, cause it's a big goal that you've set. Um, but then if you want to break it down, it's, Like, okay, here's how I measure, um, you know, the, the outcome of it. Right. Yes. Or it could just be measurable by you writing the entire book, but I think, um, it's just how you want to look at that. Yes. Because the last letter T for timely or, you know, time constrained, um, I think that also in some goals, at least in mine, it seems to be crossing over a little. So yes, yes, I like that. That's where I can break it down. So achievable. Is this something that I think I can, you know, actually get to the end of? And based on the fact that I have done a lot of writing in the past, 
I've never written a full book, but I have written many articles, many blogs, many really awesome social posts. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that I can actually, it's achievable for me. Yeah. Which leads into the next one. How realistic is it? Well, the fact that I don't have a job or anything else to take up my time, except especially when my kid goes back to school and then I'm just going to sit around and stare at Tim. So for me right now in my life, it's the most realistic time I've ever had to do this. And often people don't write books until they've sort of ended some chapters. And I've known for a long time that a book might be in me or a sharing of the story in some way but I didn't have an ending. And now I, I don't necessarily have a total finish line, but at least I have a baton pass. Um, And so I feel ready from like a, a, you know, realistically this timing works, you know? Yes. That makes, that makes sense. So that's the R. So we've got the specific measurable, achievable, realistic, and finally the timely part with goals. If you don't set yourself a deadline or a timeline, at least a loose one, they often float forever. And right. so when is, are we going to see the first draft? Yeah, I got to set that goal, don't I? Um, <laughs> you know what? I think I should aim to have it done before the end of the school year. Because I want to play like all in summer. May? Yeah, I want to play all okay. summer. I'll take all a right. week off for spring break. Um, yeah, I think that works. That'll do all it. Right. I can do that. Yeah. Cool. You know, and so that this is a good, this is a good um, segue into another quick topic, which is what happens if you can't meet your goal, right? So let's say you set your goal. And then as you get into this, you say, you know what? May won't work for me. How can you reset your goal um you know can you adjust the measurable part so maybe it's i will have three chapters complete by may like there there is leeway right with goals to even using the smart approach to rework them right i think that's a really good point because i think that's why a lot of resolutions die because people right. don't keep it up And they just think they failed and then they're done. And we've all had days where we woke up in the morning and we were like, I'm going to eat really good today. And by one o'clock, we were like digging into a brownie and it was like, well, it's all over now. So then you just like have, you know, fried whatever at dinner and you're done. Every. Yeah. You give it. I've ever been on. Absolutely. (laughs) And then it's done. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I did it one time. And now I'm, I mean, honestly, that describes a lot of my of my goal setting. Well, for sure. So I think a big, (laughs) this is really important because, you know, I didn't hit my goal in 2019 and I was flailing, but I do think there is a little bit of your mantra that could come into play here, which is just remembering to back off and take care of yourself here as you analyze why you haven't hit your goal, which of the smart part you know, did you yes. not quite achieve that? And, and it then, doesn't mean you can't hit your goal sometime. You can. Mm-hmm. It just might take longer than you think it will. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think as you and I are talking, what I, I think is fascinating is that it's, in you know, as you, what everyone here, all your listeners may not realize is that you were an Olympic, uh, so you made the Olympic swim team, I think by the time you were in high school, is that, um, well, that I like it when people say that, but it's a little <laughs> embellished. Um, often I just, the Olympic trials. yes, let's yes. say Olympic trials. You made the um, Olympic trials, but yep. I, I mean, I was like, I don't know, hoping I'd find a date to the homecoming dance in high school. <laughs> so, and then as you talk about, like, you're like, I taped up my time all around my room. I was like, Oh, really? Like, I really, <laughs> like, I didn't do that when I was growing up. Um, I think what's interesting here as you and I are talking is how important it is to take the time to think about a mantra and to think about setting goals, right? And writing them down and um, and just taking that time for yourself, whether you create a smart plan, you know, around it like that, you know, breaking it down and doing it all. I don't think that's even a requirement. I think you can set goals for yourself. It's more important to take the time and think about what do you want? Write down, really write down what you want. And strangely, I think things will start to come into play. And I want to share another story as we're talking about this, because um, I don't know if you've heard of um, Rachel Hollis, who has done kind of like this girl wash her face. And um, she's, I, 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 she created this planner that I bought from Target. Oh, hold on, let me have it right down here. And it's called Embrace Your Ambition. And so like, it's this book that you write in every day and you envision where you're going to be in 10 10 years and then you write about yourself as though you're there. So like, it's cool. It's actually set up for you to, to be able to do it. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to buy this. That's fine. And I just was reading more of kind of what she, she um, was talking about. And it's called embrace your ambition because I think as women, we often dream small. Um, we don't feel, and I know I've had this, this problem. Like I don't even want to tell you all of my big dreams right now because, and they're written down. I'm looking at the piece of paper that I wrote them on and they're, I mean, they're huge dreams. Um, I'm not even sure I would know how to write a smart plan to get to these, to get to the dreams that I put. But what's strange is I wrote all these down about six months ago and I just pulled them out as you were kind of, as I was looking over the notes for today's podcast. And I'm about halfway through, I'm about halfway to a lot of these dreams. It's, it kind of like freaked me out a little bit as I looked, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was working towards these, but I actually am. Um, and so yeah, they can live in your subconscious. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and so I think it's important to dream big, to write those dreams down, you know, and then also you know, work on the, the regular everyday things like setting, you know, setting up a, um, you know, I, I will need to have a regular routine in the morning. 
that in a very roundabout way will help get to all these broader dreams, right? Because it's setting time aside for myself to plan and think and to take care of me, you know, as I build all those things up. I just, you know, we can, I think we can share lots of tactics and, and things here, but it's more importantly, like set a goal, like set a goal, um, share it. You can even share it in, in these comments, you know, so our other, all the listeners can and you know even support you in in your goal so anyways I always digress but um, that was not that was perfect it was actually perfect for us to sort of start wrapping there's one little extra point that we as women often um when we're talking about things that we want to do or change in our lives make sure that there are things that that are centered around you so if your goal is that your mom has a healthier diet, that's not a good goal for you. Okay. So, you know, that's therapy or something else. (laughs) That's, that's a different relationship issue. So uh, make sure that it's about you. This is your chance to do the things that are going to make you better for you. Yeah. Well, and I, it's more, I mean, you can actually, control those outcomes or contribute to them. It's much harder to steer, you know, husband, wife, kids, whatever to where you want them to be. And and I think it's a goal that matters. That matters to you as well. Something that you really want to achieve, you know, Wow. We got deep. All right. Let's repeat your mantra. Let's talk about your goal, your mantra, and then we're going to wrap with our takeaways. Let's close my eyes and say my mantra. Yes. Mm, And hum. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Bring it. Close your eyes. everybody. So my mantra is to embrace me so we can be stronger. Embrace the me for the we. Maybe that's what I'll do. I love it. Me, we. Yeah. Me, we. Done. (laughs) Me first, we second. It all goes together. Yes. And I'm going to have to come back to the group with, you know, what my, what my um, uh, morning routine is to, to achieve all the, uh, all the good things that I want to achieve in 2021. With that, when do you think you'll start your new morning routine? Oh, now we're realistic, measurable, realistically. Yeah, realistically, that would probably be um, around January fourth or fifth when the when, kids start back to school. Uh huh. Yeah, trying to do okay. that when they're you know what, we're going to enjoy it. And then when all that starts back up, try to get, you know, get things going uh, in a good way. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) If we're going to you might have some friends joining you, at least with one of me texting me. I know. I'm like, what time are you? Did you get up on time? (laughs) they're going to be like, when are you getting up? I'll get up too. Let's make a Facebook room and have coffee together. Um, So Sarah, what are today's takeaways? Do you have our three takeaways for today? Yes. And it's so funny because um, 
I know we talk about that the takeaways can change um, as our conversation goes, but um, they really didn't. Uh, so number one is that goals are important. Just having a goal, um, like you shared, um, part of being happy in general is having something to look forward to and work to do. So goals are important, whatever they are. And then number two, goals can change and they should change. Um, you know, Nicole, your goal this year of writing a book changed from previous years, which was sell my business and change my pace. If you hadn't hit those goals, you wouldn't get to work on this goal that's here. And that goal changes over time to adapt to you. And then um, I think the last one is um, that it is important to um, align. It's important to align those things that bring you joy and that you want to work on um, in a way that makes sense, which is how we built the mantra, which, you know, so you really have to take some time to understand you, not completely, because sometimes that can be more confusing than, than others, but take the time to, to understand where you are now to help you build that mantra for the year and then build your goals for the year. And when you do that, I think you'll find a lot of success um, by doing kind of those two things. Those are my takeaways. Perfect way to wrap it. Well, do you have some housekeeping for us? Um, I think we have a little housekeeping today. And that Uh, is that another big part of this conversation is about getting your thoughts out into the universe and becoming accountable to them by putting them in front of a group or other people who care about you, want to help you achieve that. So a couple of ways that you can do that within the organization that Sarah and I are involved with are to join the Zuma Run Club, which we've talked about previously in other episodes. Um, Amazing place for women who have running and fitness goals. Um, You could also become a skirt ambassador if you are passionate passionate about the skirt sports community and about connecting with those women. Um, Or you can go ahead and find another online or local group that will help you find that accountability that, that you need. Um, We do not, we are not meant to walk this world alone. And uh, Sarah, to that point, I am just so grateful for you. Thank you for being here today and being a guinea pig with this process. (laughs) Of course. Absolutely. Super fun. All right. Well, I would say we have another episode of She Runs It that is wrapped. Oh, yes. Audio Jungle.